Hello and welcome to the Daily Booktopian for Thursday, May 28. I'm Mark Harding, Content and Brand Manager for Booktopia, and this is a podcast about reading in a time of isolation and social distancing. Joining me today are social media specialist Nick Wasiliev. Hello, Nick. Hey, Mark. And making her Daily Booktopian debut, I believe, is campaign coordinator Ashley Berry. Hi, Ash. How are you? Hey, Mark. Yeah, good. Thank you. And welcome to the Daily Booktopian. Uh, so let's uh, go to you first, Nick. What are you reading at the moment? Um, so I've uh, been kind of, I've kind of been enjoying a lot of books lately, and kind of still, I'm still really enjoying uh, Damascus by uh, Christos Chalkers. But I have picked up another book recently at the recommendation of my partner. Um, it's a book uh, that probably we're all very familiar with. Um, Becoming by Michelle Obama, um, the her autobiography, um, telling her story of uh, her kind of growing up um, and then going into first into kind of Harvard Law School, making it to Princeton University, um, and it's a really really fascinating book. Um, you know, I have always kind of I'm, I'm a you know whether what what your whether your political linings kind of doesn't matter where it rules. This the story that of how uh, Michelle Obama made it from uh, from where she was to kind of you know in Chicago to First Lady of the United States. Um, how she made it through Princeton University and Harvard Law School. Her her upbringing with her family. Um, they lived in an apartment. Um, they, they couldn't afford a full house, and how her father was very sick and was the primary uh, primary breadwinner for them. And even down to when she was uh, in a Chicago law firm, Sydney and Austin, and she mentored some bloke called Barack Obama who became her future husband. Um, it's just a really fascinating story about her and just a really personal story about, you know, defying expectations and being kind of a really inspiring story that encourages you to do the same. Um, and you really kind of get a sense because I, I know, you know, we always had Barack front and centre when, when he was president and just the he talks so much about the influence that Michelle was on him and you see that very clearly in this book, um, how inspiring she is. So an absolutely awesome read, really loving it. Fantastic. Thanks for that, Nick. Um, what about you, Ash? What have you been reading this week? Uh, yeah, so I actually last night just finished the book called The Spill, by Imbi Nimi. Uh, it's coming out, I think, at the start of June, and I believe this is her debut novel. She's written a few short stories and a few manuscripts, this one um, winning a Penguin Literary Prize last year, so this is the novel version. Um, it's contemporary fiction, which I'm a big fan of that genre, and this book, it's so beautiful. It spans um, about a 40-year period centred on two sisters, and it pretty much is framed by the moment that their lives started to drift apart, which was a car accident with their mother when they were young, and the moment that they find their way back to each other, which is just after their mother's death around the funeral. So, yeah, it's a really, really intricate, complicated story about family and the things that go unsaid that are left unsaid for 40 years. Um, and the just the kind of things you need to come to terms with together. So they go about having to deal with their mother's alcoholism 
and their father's shortcomings over the years and how these have actually uh, shaped their view of the world and how their lives have played out. That sounds like a, a pretty um, uh, a pretty deep, serious kind of work there. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, it's uh, it's extremely serious, but also light, if that makes sense. She takes these really serious topics, pretty much anything you can think of, you know, like um, adultery, miscarriage, alcoholism, as mentioned, but puts it in a way that I don't feel overwhelmed. It's it's really quite beautiful the way that it's explored. Great. Um, and so when did you say that one was coming out? Um, started June, June 2nd, I believe. Oh, cool. So next week. So we don't have yeah. to wait that long. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Ash. Um, what about um, what's bringing you guys joy in isolation at the moment? Um, Nick, why don't we go to you first? What's brought you joy this week? Um, so I've finally capitulated uh, to the world of online retail therapy um, and unfortunately parted ways with uh, very large sums of money. Um, buying a variety of items um, but it's also been it's, it, while it has kind of a put a dent in my bank account it's also been a very uh, fun kind of venture because we've been my partner and I have been slowly you know updating our house kind of go, like whether it be cleaning it or buying new things we bought a we bought a new television we bought a new entertainment unit but our new addiction um, which is kind of uh, in, kind of spreading around the house is we're buying lots of cacti. Like there are cactuses, oh, there are cacti everywhere. We've probably got about 20 new plants. There's a couple of indoor plant sales that have been going absolutely crazy, uh, like oh, that have kind of been, have kind of happened in the last couple of weeks and we've basically put them in our calendar and timed each one to see which, which new indoor plants we can get. Um, we've got hanging plants. We've got a whole bunch of kind of combined plants that come together. Um, and we bought a couple of larger indoor plants, including this really gorgeous peace lily that um, is now our new baby. So that's pretty much that's that's pretty much what's replaced us because we can't have a dog. So the peace lily will have to be our baby for the next little while. <laughs> uh, I've I've been um, doing those online plant sales as well, Nick. I've, I've bought a bunch of stuff too. They're addictive, aren't they? They're yeah. like, oh my god! They're, they're, I part, you just go, you feel like after you've passed through the checkout and you see, hey, what, what? Why am I so poor? And then you look back and you realise you spent four hundred dollars on on plants. I'm like, oops, lol, <laughs> whoopsies. <laughs> um, what about you, Ash? What's been bringing you joy? Uh, yeah, so I've fallen into very uh, tried and tested ways to pass the time this isolation. I've dived into Netflix and have rewatched all of Gilmore Girls. So that's been a really lovely uh, <laughs> nostalgia kind of remembering the good times, kind of a very big world apart from the current world. Uh, it, yeah, that's been a nice way to kind of detach. Um, and I've also, so I'm usually a big fan of jigsaw puzzles, but this isolation period has made me try and find more unusual types of ones. And two days ago, my order arrived for a, it's, it's called the accident. 
So it's a clear jigsaw puzzle, which is like a glass shattering. And the pieces can be back and forth, you know, there's no real way they go. So that's wow. going to be a bit of a challenge to try and put this clear jigsaw puzzle together. Oh, my God. You might as well just break a pane of glass. Essentially, <laughs> what it actually comes with, like, a little cheat sheet image on the back. That's how tough it's meant to be, and it's only 200 pieces. Oh, God. So we'll see how I go. I'm, I'm too scared to start it yet, <laughs> but I'm pretty keen for it. Those, those puzzles, actually, I think even the smaller puzzles can be a bit more, can be as difficult because you, you, you become complacent and you think, oh, yeah, it's only 200 pieces. I mean, I could I could knock that over in like yeah. an hour or two. But no, no, it becomes a lot more complicated. Definitely. and Yeah. I, I've often, we've tried a couple of times to do puzzles and some and in some instances it's, it's like made us stressed and being like, no, no, too much, you can't do it. So I, I admire, I envy your ability to just to, to be able to knock it over. I, I enjoy things where there's, essentially instructions there's a set way things have to happen and I have to work that out at the start of this isolation period I actually uh, ordered and completed it's a 3d sphere puzzle that's kind of a gradient so it's just a solid gradient around it and it's plastic kind of pieces that put together from the sphere I did that in about 24 hours so oh, wow. like, I was really like, you were you just sitting up like mainlining coffee <laughs> Um, I probably slept for maybe seven hours, um, <laughs> thinking about it constantly while working. Um, but yeah, I, I made to do that one quite quick, so I needed something this time. Wow, I haven't done a jigsaw puzzle since primary school. I don't think. Um, but I actually I bought one this week. Um, my partner and I uh, found one um, online that has Batman on it. Um, so I, I got that one, and, and it came already done. Like you open up the box, and it was like in one complete piece. And I was like, "Is that standard for jigsaw puzzles now?" Because like ultimately, what I want to do is just like like put some glue on it and then stick it on the wall. Because yeah, like nice and like, but because it's already done, it's like, can I just like stick it on the wall now? Like, did I just like, like, puzzle money? Can I can I claim one? this one? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> um, well, uh, we're at the point in our podcast where we shout out to an Australian author. Nick, who do we have today? Um, so we usually record this the day before uh, kind of the time that you are hearing it. Um, and so for about about half an hour ago for us, what will be yesterday for you, we had the National Simultaneous Storytime uh, event for 2020, where everyone sits down at 11 o'clock and we read a book together. Um, and the book that was selected um, was Lucinda Gifford's Whitney and Brittany Chicken Divas, um, which is a huge amount of fun, a really fun uh, picture book for kids um, about two chooks called Whitney and Brittany um, and their owner, Dora, who is a fox. And uh, basically, Whitney and Brittany are always exhausted um, whenever Dora is around them. And Dora is you know, she's very caring she, and she's very caring of her chooks and she's wondering why her, her ch chickens are so tired and that's because little does she know, every single night Whitney and Brittany go out down to Club Sparkles and they perform and they are chicken divas. Um, it's a really fun book, uh, really beautifully illustrated. Um, Sarah McDooling, our YA uh, and kids books category manager, uh, actually did a 
uh, a video, a live stream video of uh, her reading the book for National Simultaneous Story Time uh, yesterday. And additionally, we also had Lucinda herself actually do a cool little video for us with Whitney and Brittany um, on our on Facebook and on our YouTube channel on Booktopia TV. So that's our shout out. Highly recommended. Highly recommend you uh, getting Chicken Divas. Fantastic, really fun book. Fantastic. All right. Well, thank you both for joining me today. And thank you to everybody who tuned in to listen. Uh, you can listen to all of our episodes for free right now on SoundCloud and iTunes. With another episode of The Daily Booktopian. Until then, keep reading. And please stay safe. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces, and more. Or, if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast, and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia, Australia's local bookstore, at booktopia.com.au.